Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And we're joined again by our friend Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hello. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about a film called Minari. And Matt is going to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so this came out uh, in 2020. And in basic terms, it's a story of um, American immigrants. It's a family from Korea. Um, Stephen Yun is the father. He, he comes over here. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a husband and wife, and they're two young children, a, a son and a daughter. And they end up, as the movie starts, they end up in rural Arkansas. And the husband and wife get jobs at a chicken sorting factory. <laughs> and then uh, Stephen Young's character really wants to do more than that with himself. And so he starts a farming uh, next to their their trailer home that they have, and um, uh, the, there's a grandmother that that shows that shows up and starts living with them as well. And um, it's it really it's, it's it's a story about a lot of things. But uh, uh, we'll we'll talk about that as we as we unpack it here in this mm-hmm. episode. So so Ryan, what are your thoughts uh, on Minari? Sure. Um, so uh, Minari, I um, I just felt like it was a very gentle movie. Um, and it was a movie about family. Um, it kind of just tell, told, you know, uh, I felt like it told an honest portrayal of the immigration experience, um, and, uh, the direction and it was just very well done. And the acting was, was top notch. Um, Stephen Young, he just, as, um, the father, um, playing Jacob just did a beautiful job. And uh, he's really had a, a very strong career so far with his, you know, his breakout role in The Walking Dead, and then going on to films like uh, Burning, Okja, and Sorry mm-hmm. to Bother You. He's really just uh, been top notch these last few years, and I, I really uh, just always enjoy seeing him in in different movies. Um, but it, it tells uh, the the story of a Korean American family, um, like you said, going from California to to Arkansas. I know that um, the director, uh, Lee Isaac Chung, um, kind of did it as a semi-autobiography on his life. Um, uh, So a lot of the the writing is kind of uh, based on when he was like little uh, and growing up uh, through this experience. Um, And yeah, there's just a lot to say about it. Um, It it takes its time and I really feel like the emotions of the movie kind of sneak up on you at the end. Um, but overall, it was just a just a very uh, beautiful film. I agree, um, and yeah, you said it takes its time. It, it's very deliberately paced, um, but not slow paced. I, I was never bored. I was always entertained. Um, you know, it there's obviously I think a lot of care put into the making of this movie. You just feel that you know, with the attention to detail, with the wonderful um, performances with, um, you know, the, the script, which is, you know, um, just, just spot on. I, I just felt like there was a lot of love put into this. It's, a, it's, it's, it's one of those movies that just feels like a labor of love. And I think the performances are great all around, but I particularly um, loved the young boy and I, can't remember the name of the young actor who played him. I think this is his, one of his first movies. Um, but he was just excellent. Um, 
And a, a lot of the story is kind of told from his point of view. I found it interesting how I felt like a lot of the movie was told from his point of view and, and that it has kind of a different tone than when the movie switches and then you're, you're kind of seeing things from the point of view of the parents and their struggle. So it, the movie kind of switches back and forth between the kids and the parents and the, those scenes had a very different feel. And my favorite parts were, were with the kid. And I, and I love the, the little, the wonderful relationship that he forms with the grandmother who comes to visit, who, you know, at first, um, he doesn't like her at all. Um, she, she, you know, she brings these things from Korea that he doesn't like, the, these drinks from Korea or this food from Korea that he doesn't like. And he doesn't like the way she smells and just all of these things that uh, put him off of her originally. But eventually they, they grow to form this really wonderful relationship. Um, so, yeah, I just felt like it's a, it's a very, you're right, it's a very gentle movie, but a very impactful movie as well and, and full of meaning. So, yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah, this, it's interesting. This movie is very subtle, I think, in how it addresses almost everything it talks about. I mean, it may sound, I feel a little odd saying that because there's certainly dramatic moments in this movie that aren't subtle. But, you know, what's weird, it's almost it's difficult for me to talk about because I'm not, it is so subtle in its nature, but, you know, the, even the experience of, of them being an immigrant family in rural Arkansas, you know, there's never any like overt racism mm-hmm. uh, applied to them. That's not to say there isn't racism in it, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's more of a, it's more subtle. And it's also, uh, maybe I'm forgetting something, but I don't think so. I don't think it's ever intentional, which I really liked because that kind of, to me, reflects a lot of real life experiences, you know, because sometimes in movies they drum up this, um, which certainly happens in real life, but the, the movies often try to reflect this um, over in your face uh, conflict. And yes, that happens. But a lot of what happens in real life is more subtle and often unintentional. It doesn't make it any better or easier to deal with. But I don't know. This movie, this movie conveyed that kind of thing well. Um, it, it also, you know, it's interesting. This wasn't, this wasn't just a story about, you know, an immigrant family. It was a story basically about a family. And I related to it in a way, in not you know, the set in the 1980s, and I was, you know, a kid in the 1980s. That's when I grew up, right? And I don't know if that was just it or not, but I, you know, the mom and the dad have have issues, right? And what I was reminded of watching this movie, you know, what I felt like either it conveyed well or it evoked enough in me to 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 attach to it. But the family dynamic, particularly when you are young, you know almost everyone looks back at their childhood through rose-colored glasses, right? And, like, I look back at the 80s, it's like this golden era. <laughs> but I'm sure my parents would look back at it differently because they're adults. And they're try- they were trying to, like, make their way, trying to, you know, earn a living. They were going through their own strife uh, between each other. And this movie, to me, kind of shows that. It shows, you know... Um, what a family goes through when 
you know, there's kids involved and, you know, not everyone's getting along and, and, and there's good, there's good things and there's also bad things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course you layer on top of that being in a country that is uh, a country that you move to and mm-hmm. it's not your homeland. Um, oh, this, and this movie just, this movie just balances all that so well. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Uh, so how about you, Ryan? I I agree. Um, to the to the points of the uh, the subtleness of kind of the underlying tones of a little bit of racism, but it was more like uh, kind of ignorance in a sense. Yes. Um, I know, like uh, the the uh, character is David, and the and the boy, the actor that plays him is some um, Alan Kim. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's one scene in the movie when they were going to um, church. And uh, a, a boy around David's age came up to him and, and uh, asked a question about his appearance because he was very puzzled because um, he had never seen, um, uh, probably never seen an Asian family before. And so that was, you know, it was a little bit of racism, too, but it was more ignorance because he, he's just very confused. And then him and David ended up becoming friends um, throughout the film. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed to see um, how... Um, it really focused on the family. It focused on, like you said, Matt, like the, the struggles of the mom and dad going through, but also we saw a lot from David's point of view. And so kind of like his character and his relationship with his grandma kind of builds over time. His relationship with his um, sister, um, Annie, who's played by uh, uh, Noel uh, Cho. And um, it's just very uh, beautifully drawn out. Um, something that grabbed to me is, um, my sister, um, she is, uh, Asian American. And, um, uh, and so I, I really kind of latched on to this movie to just to see, um, them really focus in on what America looks like, um, and how it's very much diverse as how it's, it's changed. And it, to me, it, it just, it's a, it's a very American movie. Um, it's just very beautifully done, really you know, gent- gently written, um, and all the actors in it just excel through the roles. And it's just a very, uh, just a very, uh, nice movie to watch and just really kind of, kind of, uh, emotions and stuff kind of built up on you over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I think this is an, a movie that's saying, um, something about, um, America and what America looks like and what America is or should be. Um, but it's doing it in such a subtle and gentle way that, I mean, you never feel like it's preaching to you or, or um, um, you know, hitting you over the head with its, with its philosophy. So I, I really appreciated that. Um, and you're, you're right, the, Matt, the, the movie looks great. Um, it, it was, um, it did take place in the 80s. I, I loved that that was implied, but it wasn't overdone. A lot of times a movie set in the 80s, I don't know, they just go overboard with, you know, music and color and everything. This looks like a real trailer. <laughs> and I was in some trailers in the 80s. This looks like a real trailer in the 80s. Um, real, you know, real, the clothing was was right. The costume design was right. Everything looked great. Again, subtle as it should have been. Um, so, yeah, just an all-around wonderfully made film. Yeah. I got to totally agree with that. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. The... You know, it's weird to be old enough that now the decades that you remember, like, uh, are now like, uh, 
nostalgia stuff or, or, <laughs> or time, you know, uh, period pieces or whatever. Um, this is, but this does a great job at it. Um, and, uh, Lachlan Milne did the cinematography and did a, did a, the movies is gorgeous to look at and, and, but in a subtle way. I mean, it's not <laughs> over the top, but you know, the, uh, so the garden area, uh, the around by their trailer. I mean, it's just it's pretty. I mean, it's it's a bit rough, you know, but it's it's beautiful. And then the the forest and the the, the river mm-hmm. uh, where they grow the minari. I mean, that's that's also beautiful uh, in its own way. Um, we should mention, you know, Will Patton is in this. Um, he does a good job as a sort of local interesting character <laughs> who helps Stephen Young uh, with 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 the gardening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something I wanted to just talk about because I was fascinated with this dynamic that they that talk, that they exposed here um, is, you know, you know, so they, so they immigrated from Korea, as Ryan pointed out, like first they went to California, then, then they ended up in, in rural Arkansas. And the wife is not at all happy there. Mm-hmm. And she wants them to move, I think, back to California, if I'm understanding correctly. Um, yeah. Stephen Young has this um, burning desire to get this farming thing done right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, outwardly, he talks about how he's doing it for the family. And I don't want to doubt that, but also part of me is wondering, like, how much of that is he doing for the family and how much of it is, like, something in himself? Like, he this is important to him, right? Yeah. And at, at certain points, you know, they they have this discussion about whether or not like they all should just leave or whether he should just stay behind. Cause he's so into this dream of his. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the wife kind of, kind of makes this out like, well, you know, he's like saying, well, he's saying we're doing this for the family. I'm doing this for the family. And she's like, well, that's what her thoughts are too, but in a different path. Mm-hmm. And I just love that because, you know, you come ha- you come halfway across the globe to start a new life so part of that is you know economic right it's mm-hmm. part of it is 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 social and cultural in a, in, in a weird way mm-hmm. i mean you 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 don't just do that just to do it right. and i always think people i always think anyone who either um completely immigrates from another country or or you know um comes here to like to study for a particular period of time, they always get my respect because, you know, like I haven't done that. I haven't gone halfway across the globe and set up home in a new land and try to learn the language and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's very difficult, but it's like, how do you balance? So you, you, you're trying to, you, you know, you want to, because the, the part of this whole theme in this movie is does the family stay together or they might separate. And it's, and it's, there's this whole balance between, you know, the, the their economic well-being and then their their emotional well-being. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And I don't know. That was a that I found that just fascinating. Yeah. Something that was neat, uh, kind of going off your your point, Matt, with um, people that come over that come over here, that migrate here, or you know, study abroad over here, uh, how you have to respect for him. And uh, what I really enjoyed with uh, Lee Isaac Chung's direction in this movie is 80% of the movie is spoken in Korean. Um, yet uh, I, I loved how uh, it's still, uh, I would consider it a, a still a very American movie. And I, I really 
enjoy seeing movies that are based in America but don't speak in English because it, it just shows how diverse our country really is. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I, I really liked seeing with this movie is is them um, speaking, you know, their their uh, their natural language, and but they're still very much part of our society, part of our country. Um, and uh, that was just something that was just very beautifully done um, throughout this movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I know that there's been, if, if, if you care to read about this, uh, you know, those who are listening, uh, there's been a little bit of contention because I think I didn't the golden globes call this a, a foreign film or something. They, they did because of their, um, I would call it outdated guidelines. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it unfortunately got considered for a foreign film, which is ironic because in the category it says American underneath mm-hmm. the country that it's from. So yeah, there's been a bit of contingency with them. <laughs> well, what strikes me about this movie is that, you know, it is, well, not, I'm not trying to diminish the, you know, the importance of the, you know, Korean heritage here, but it struck me as a very American film because, you know, like, when I was growing up, one of the things I, you know, was taught in schools is about how, you know, America is a country of immigrants. And you hear about the whole Statue of Liberty and Ellis Island and all that kind of stuff and whatever. Um, and, you know, even now, like, you, you're, if you're around certain people, they get all misty-eyed when they talk about how, like, their ancestors came over here from the old country <laughs> and blah, 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 and made a life for themselves in America. And yet, sometimes... Um, there are folks who don't consider like the subject matter of this film to be like an American story or, or, or whatever. And I'm like, no, it's just as American as the people who came over a hundred or, or more years ago from the old country. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's no different than that. Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah. What, what would you give this out of 10? Um, uh, uh, you, Guys have caught me on a good day, but <laughs> because uh, the, both movies that we're talking about are, are some of my favorites from 2020, and um, I ranked uh, Minari at uh, number three for 2020. Um, I didn't have any problems with this film. I thought it was beautifully written. I thought it was just a very uh, gentle story about family and, and uh, the hardships of living in America, and it was just well acted um, by all the actors there. Um, so I, I would give it a, a 10. Okay. Ashley? Uh, I'm giving this one an 8.5. Okay. Um, I am giving this an 8.4. <laughs> so our score then is an 8.9. And it is on the tomato meter. It has a 98% certified fresh from critics and a 93% uh, from audiences, which wow. I'm, I'm happy to see. Yeah, that's great. That's uh yeah. I'm sure quite a few people have watched it, and I'm, I'm glad they liked it. Yeah. All right, so that's Minari. Um, so, Ryan, uh, before we wrap up, do uh, you want to tell folks how they can find you on the Internet? Yeah, um, you can find me at uh, my website, which is ryanarnoldreviews.weebly.com, or if you go to uh, Twitter, you can follow me at um, – my Twitter handle is Arnold underscore at movies. Awesome. And I suggest everyone follow him. <laughs> uh, so you, do, you not only do you talk about movies, but every now and then you, you do some really good um, uh, music reviews, too. Yeah. I, I do. Uh, yeah, it's something <laughs> that I uh, just kind of started up and have enjoyed doing. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me.